Shalom and welcome to Parashah's Christmas, the weekly fix for spiritual lessons taken from the Parashah. Have your coffee and let's take a look at the weekly Torah reading. Today we'll be looking at Parashah Tasriyah, which runs from Leviticus chapter 12 verse 1 to chapter 13 verse 59. Enjoy it and don't forget to give us your feedback on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube or via our website. A serene lake close to the top of a mountain peak, a beautiful baby smiling at its parents, or perhaps a beautiful sparkling diamond. What comes to mind when you think of the word pure? When we see a beautiful landscape, we might describe it as untouched by human hands. Or when we look at a baby sleeping peacefully in its mother's arms, we might think of the baby as undamaged by all the evil that's in the world. Whatever your concept of purity, it has as its root meaning the idea of being unfiltered, undiluted, and unpolluted. That's something that we hope our water is, but of course also our happiness and our life experiences. Pure joy. We want to live life to the max. While the concept of purity might not play much of a role in our daily lives, our ancestors constantly had to grapple with it. Living in a desert was dangerous and they had to know how to survive. Was the water they drank contaminated? What about the food they ate or the clothing they wore? What about when they got sick? Thankfully, God gives our people some instructions on purity in this week's parasha. While the purity God talks about concerns predominantly physical situations, as I just mentioned, when we read the Torah, we know that there's always something deeper that God wanted to show our ancestors, and by extension, us. A major section of this week's portion deals with the subject of skin diseases, which are commonly translated by one word, leprosy. While the Hebrew word tararat undoubtedly refers to a number of different skin diseases, when we think of leprosy, we usually think of that disease which causes people's fingers, toes and noses to drop off. Gruesome stuff. Thankfully, leprosy in the West is not the problem that it once was. Whatever disease or group of diseases that leprosy stood for, the sages have long sought to understand why it was given such a central point in this week's reading. The Chofetz Chaim and others saw a spiritual lesson linked with this disease. They linked it to gossip, slander, as they called it, Lashon Hara. Whether we link it to a particular wrongdoing or just wrongdoing in general is not so important. However, the parallels are profound. We learn that the skin disease mentioned starts small but slowly grows to cover and to affect the entire body. A small fleck, a flaw in an otherwise perfect body slowly spreads and soon the person is no longer pure but rather contaminated. Elsewhere we learn that the sick person was to live outside the camp, cut off from the rest of the people, but more importantly, from God. This person couldn't interact with God, couldn't visit his home, the Mishkan, and couldn't celebrate his festivals. It was a hopeless and pointless existence. And yet the same is true of spiritual leprosy. One wrongdoing so easily leads to another. A white lie usually leads to a bigger lie. Saying horrible things to one person could so easily lead to saying horrible things to many people. People who have stolen once usually steal again. We can find ourselves in a vicious cycle, and this is indeed the position that we, as humanity, find ourselves in. Later on, God tells us of the prophet Yeshayahu that our wrongdoing has separated us from him, just like the physical lepers were separated from the camp. God essentially tells our ancestors that we, along with the rest of humanity, have spiritual leprosy. 
In Tehillim, we read that there is no one who does everything correctly. It's a damning indictment on the human race. We've become corrupted, contaminated, flawed. We're not pure as the driven snow or a beautiful diamond. We're corrupt. The situation seems hopeless and indeed it is. God wanted us to understand our spiritual condition by the way he treated physical lepers. He wanted us to understand so that we might come to him and ask him to heal us. The light at the end of the tunnel for both the physical lepers back in the time of our ancestors and us spiritual lepers today comes in next week's parasha, where we're told that a cure is possible, and thankfully not just for physical lepers, but also for us too. So right now, we're at the cliffhanger. God's shown us that we're impure, polluted, contaminated, and that we should be cut off, separated from Him, the life source. Thankfully, there's a part two. But let's stick with our current topic for the moment and do some introspection. If we're honest, we're not perfect. Of course, no one is, and so we take comfort in the fact that we're better than other people. But at the end of the day, we've still done wrong, said wrong, and thought wrong about other people, about ourselves, and about God. We're spiritually sick, and we need a doctor. Thankfully, there is a cure. You don't have to try and make up for your past failings or try and live perfectly from now on. But through the Messiah, God offers you hope. Are you willing to take it? That's it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed our parashah as a present. Please don't forget to subscribe to make sure you get the latest episodes. We'd love to hear from you, so please get in touch with us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, or via our website at youdenfearjesus.de.